to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Tis the season to get glammy. I'm nominated for two 2023 Glam Awards for Best Podcast and Best Writer Blogger, and I need your help to win. Once again, both categories are in the People's Choice voting, so the public will determine who wins. All you need to do is go to GlamAwards.net, click the tab for People's Choice, and vote. You may only be allowed to use your email once, so you better tell all your friends, family, enemies, hell, even tell your snakes, the raver girls, and the neon clowns that haunt your house. And I repeat, tell everyone. Oh, and while you're at it, visit my Instagram and click the link tree to find out how you can support the pod by donating or buying merch. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. to light it up for a floor show with immense promise but once again botched in execution what are these prompts the monsters are getting it's time to talk all things dragula 5 and joining me through this house of haunts it's precious envy hello boo boo um i feel like you are a really really fun person to have on the podcast to talk about spooky drag race um because you are <laughs> purveyor of a bar that loves the spooky shit um yes yes me like me likes uh me likes the horror movies me likes mm-hmm. uh me likes the dark the dark humor and shit so yeah have you ever gone full monster drag before no i like to be pretty that's an air quotes everybody pretty <laughs> oh my god you know how glamour is technically one of the four tenants of dragula i know that's the only i'm like i'm like um i'm like horror in my heart glamour on my face because filth no i'm Can like tell it's one the, of the contestants it's the, it's that the they filth is the... glamour oh uh yes they don't know what glamour we'll is about that um no yeah i think um, filth is my like is the one where i'm like going no i don't like to uh, no uh I mean, listen, just take a photo in the rock bar bathroom and there's your filth. Um, I have, but um, for different reasons. <laughs> you can do a little photo shoot in there. Then there's your um, Dragula audition. There's tape. my Dragula audition. I'll make it on to season. I'll be that one queen because I feel like every year there's that one queen who's like brand new to being a monster, Fantasia, uh, that mm. comes on and then they're fighting like, I'm a monster. And it's just like, um okay oh don't worry we're we're gonna talk about this because a lot of words that came out of people's mouths this episode were uh, infuriating mm-hmm. as always i must leave a disclaimer this is an entertainment podcast we are discussing reality show characters as presented to us reality production we are showing the editing of a television show wants us to see we react to what is presented yes these are real people they give an opportunity to go on television share their copy they've also themselves in position to discuss what is in the podcast for entertainment discuss reality in the show I'm not going to ask you right away what your thoughts are on the season because I feel like it's going to slip up as we discuss the episode because I feel like any promise that we had this episode just knocked it all backwards. Yeah, I felt like the tr- it, it felt like a very different show when this one started. 
And yeah. it, I think the main part was you got rid of your quote unquote punching bag um, last episode. And now you have a group that's like, they don't really have, there's like, I feel like there's this drama for drama's sake uh, between the it's whole throb. Yeah. The whole throb Fantasia thing. But at this point, it's like, I think everyone who was mad at each other is gone. And now it's like, right. Well, we're not really. It's like there. It feels like at the end of it, it was like, oh, we have to fight, so let's fight. Exactly. Well, we start our show in a haunted house with creepy clowns. The Boulay brothers welcome us to their weekly dark ride from hell. It's shot in all black and white, and then they shed some new light, and we see a really cool neon fun house that is a precursor of what is to come. Now, mm-hmm. I think cinematically, this was shot really well. And it was a great tease for the episode. But what it made it better, it wasn't a recap of the recap. Because again, if you're watching the episode, you're watching the previously on. Mm -hmm. And in the past two, three episodes, it's the recap of that. We don't need it. This is this worked. No, this was a fun opening. I I generally enjoy their their openings uh, and and their uh their but it pertains to the episode yeah mm-hmm. it's usually it's the middle of the episode that usually i'm like mm, okay okay yeah how do we make all of these opening movies consistent and worthwhile i don't know i don't know if they have the same person filming each one or if they have the same writer on each one or if it's kind of like oh, they're the writers they write it oh, they're, they're, okay they, yeah they're, they're the writers um, and no, they do have some writers because I, I, I know they have uh, some people who work who work with them. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they have like the same people working on each episode, or if it's like, hey, we have you for episodes one, five, and six, and I we have you for two, three, and four, you know, something like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, the monsters are back in the lab as they wait to find out what the fate of J.K. and Fantasia is. Neil thinks it is J.K.'s turn to go home, while Cynthia tells the table that seeing Fantasia in the bottom has never happened yet. She's nervous for her sister, but thinks she'll destroy J.K. And then Orc will take it a step further and say she will destroy J.K. What does he have against sweet J.K.? I don't know. I think it's just like it was started like what was it when they poured the drink on each other or when he poured the drink on him? Yeah. It was really much I think it was very much where episode 1 when JK was saying the whole thing about the Amazon a look and how he should have put more thought into this runway uh and then got, you know, saved and then they were I think they were all pissed at him about that and I just some of them just right. were like I think honestly with Orgotic it's like he's fits the monster element of Dragula, but that's it. That's like, it's like horror and filth are, is his thing, but I've never, but we have not seen him do glamour at all. And well, not to say JK was really giving, but I'll say like JK was giving us glamour really, but um, it, it does feel like it was like, they just, they were just like, I think mad that he, that he got brought back. And they just kept mm-hmm. using that going forward, like every episode. Sure. Why are you still here? Kind of thing. They are pretty confident that Fantasia is coming back. They have just had it with JK. The punching bag moniker needs to be shifted to somebody else. Cynthia will say that Jace seemed over it and that the craftsmanship was not there. Girl, you wore the same thing, but made it worse. Who's going to tell her that? <laughs> Throb will say that to be a sloppy, disgusting monster, there has to be refinement. Do you agree? 
Yeah, if your act, if that's part of your act, then then, then yeah, if that's your act, it's your act. But be like, it, you just can't be like sloppy for sloppy sake. Like, you you know the, the would you the say that someone like Zalika Parsons is a sloppy monster where it's all intentional? Yes, agree. I would I I would say there, yeah. There's I would the say, monster. I would say yeah because it's like, but I yeah, she's a queen. I've seen do more than just that. So it's like. I've seen refinement. I've seen other things. So it's just like, it's not just being like, hey, y'all, I'm going to show my ass in this thing, or I'm wearing like clothes that barely fit. Ha 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 ha. But it's like, no, it's like, that's part of the character. She's still delivering on stage the character with the comedy. It's like, or someone like Busted, Busted Queen, who's from, you know, Fire Island. Very much the same, same wig, same dress, same taped up shoes, never changing her look, but it's like, that's her character. And she fucking makes right. it work. Blackberry will ask how they all enjoy themselves on the last floor show. And this was really her way of fishing for a compliment that no one is going to give her. Nope. No one said congratulations. Which was shady. If that were like Fantasia, she would go on a, she would flip out at everyone for not congratulating her. Mm-hmm. So good on Blackberry for not having an insane moment, but fuck the rest of that room. Yeah. Cynthia is looking for a win and not choked up about it. She says, pay more attention to detail, which is funny. That's what she just read Jay for. Uh, Good luck. Blackberry will go for the low-hanging fruit and tell Cynthia that it is the best makeup she has ever had. Reminder, she wore a mask. Yeah. (laughs) Now, Oracle will ask Blackberry how she feels about being critiqued that she doesn't know who she is. Which is rich coming from Senor Samesy Samesy. Mm-hmm. Blackberry will counter that she knows who Blackberry is and she is a bearded Barbie who can do anything. What do you think of that? Is that a brand? Is that sufficient enough? No. No. I would have I would have much rather been like, I'm a fucking chameleon. I cosplay so I can be whatever the fuck I want to be. I'm I'm every fucking toy, you know. Something like that is one thing, but to mm-hmm. say like I'm a bearded Barbie and I can be whatever I want, it's like I don't. It's like yes, Barbie is whatever you know she wants to be, but I don't think being labeled as like saying that you're just a Barbie, uh, I need more than that. Be like you know, even if she's a geek, she could have been like I'm motherfucking Mystique. I can be whatever the fuck I want to be. I would have been like, right. yes, there we go. But to say, yeah, the whole when you when any queen says like I'm a Barbie, it's like good for you, but I think there needs to be a different another layer on on it. Now, Orc asks if Blackberry will embrace the darkness, since she screams, "Hell yeah!" Uh, why didn't she ask Orc if she will embrace the glamour again? As a reminder, the fact that there are four tenants of Dragula, mm-hmm. just a reminder, Orc. Now, I also, well, also want to because. That- Earlier in the season, yeah. they had the rhinestones film- do not make yeah. glamour. There's we go beyond rhinestones because earlier in the season they had the filth challenge because they were because of the fact that I guess there's a lot of backlash for them not doing enough filth. But it's like I don't think we've really had a glamour challenge so no. far, no, uh, yet. So I'm like, and I know like when they do like if you when they make it to the final, they usually have you have to do like a filth glamour horror runway, and I'm just like, are, is that when the only time we're going to see glamour from? From him is going to be if he makes the final three. Rob will be the voice of neutrality and say that he is getting to know who Blackberry is and that is versatile, but asks what is her thing. Now let's rehash that conversation about the biggest competitions. Now that Blackberry has a win under her belt, she does think she can take Neo out. 
Neo says she will keep doing what she can and what she does best. And Throb will ask her if she will wear shoes she can walk in. And that is the tea. No <laughs> one is immortal. Throb thinks that Blackberry keeps on pulling big looks she can take out Neo. But let's remind ourselves that the floor show was mediocre and Blackberry won with a polished but mediocre look because everyone else was not that good. Though, let's, let's really be real. Throb should have won last week. I thought, yeah, I'm trying to remember what Throb's look was. Because that was, was a space the alien, alien one, right? Yeah, I kind of yeah. blocked out the space aliens. Uh, once they started doing their whole monologues, I was like, I kind of zoned out. I was like, I, I, I'm not here for it. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm like, I wasn't really quite a fan. Whenever there's a monologue on like with these shows, when they have them talking, like when that episode of Drag Race, when they had to be like, talk to themselves, that runway where the two of them back in season 10, I was like, what is this bullshit? No, get, get off my screen. Yeah. Blackberry thinks she can take Neo out, also for the fact that she is distracted by Orgotic. She is not wrong. We no. cut to them, as the caption says, speaking foreign languages as they flirt. And yeah, this storyline is a miss for me. The fact that the thumbnail for the episode was the two of them being lovey-dovey, I was like, this is not what I want these like on like a show like big brother survivor something like that like if you have a little romance storyline going on fine have that fucking storyline but when it when they tried to force the 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 romance on drag race i was like we don't need this like you know just be like just have a whole thing where you have i i'd rather it be like what you fucking hooked up oh my god how like how good was it like not but this whole like we're, we're kind of like dating we're being like all lovey with each other it's like no mm -mm. Now, now, for those who might be like that slim majority of crossover between Dragula and Survivor recaps on this podcast, you will know that I am not a fan of this most recent romance on Survivor. So I just ripped <laughs> them apart this week. So no romances. No romances unless it's me. I can have a romance and no one else can. But let's be honest, I'm not having a romance anytime soon. Anyway, what is the end game for these two? Orc says that he is going to be honest every day that goes by. He realizes how gorgeous and funny and amazing Neo is. Can't wait for someone to say those words about me. <laughs> but Neo then says that this is a fucking competition and they have to chop each other's heads. So tragic and romantic. Mm-hmm. Neo says that she's trying so hard to let Orc not distract her as her eyes are on the final prize. Monster Love could take a backseat. She will say that he is more like an inspiration and motivation. And I think he just got friend zoned. Yeah. Or, or they'll both be back for Titan season two. And that will be the, will he keep those storylines? No. Story no. no. Put put that words back in your mouth and I'm talking out into existence. No, thank you. No, no. Now, Throb calls it a very Morticia Gomez dynamic where Neo has her eye on the dark forces and he's kissing her arm. When do we get that photo shoot? Oh my god, that'd be an amazing photo shoot. I think Neo would look amazing as Morticia. Um, not sure about uh, Gomez, though. Yeah. Let's check in on Throb. Fantasia has her eyes on Throb to get him out, and Throb is still not bothered or threatened. He says that she is amazing at what she does, and Throb is amazing at what he does. He says that he's hard on himself all the time, but he's kicking his own ass and likes what he's putting out there. Neil will try to get his line out asking Throb if Fantasia deserved the bottom placement, and Throb says, 
the numbers are getting really small instead of letting us have the statement dragging for dragging her fantasia told production she's shutting throb up and walked into the room early i can't believe that we did not get a full statement from throb talking about um the -hmm. bottom placement of fantasia Fantasia's back, and really no one seemed all that surprised. Cynthia is sorry for JK. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Do you think they're friends now? Hmm. Maybe. You know, the post-show kind of like, you know. It's possible. I don't know. I haven't seen them post mm-hmm. anything together. Now, Fantasia yeah. has brought her baby, and her name is Fantasy. They were six pounds four ounces and blackberry tells her to throw it in the trash the poor little baby and the poor little props <laughs> person who has forced to cut up a muppet for this bit mm-hmm. fantasia says she does not is. wish this pain on anyone and says it was like clawing and tickling she doesn't think they all would have survived though cynthia thinks she would have and had so many fucking babies to repopulate the world does the world need repopulating right now? I'm a little confused. No, I think we're okay. No. Okay, I think we're capped out. I think we're fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, just, just checking. Just checking. Fantasia says that JK was begging them to stop. Now, I would like to talk about the logistics of this extermination then. So they obviously didn't film together at the same time, which means one person went first and perhaps the other watched and vice yeah. versa. Is that fair? Do we demand more transparency or really do these rules have no bearing on the outcome? Uh, and don't worry, we're going to talk about the next extermination later when it comes to the exact statement. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has any bearing on the outcome because you could have the same look at whenever they have the fucking tattoos, how, how, how you got a tattoo, you both got the tattoo and you're going to determine you're still going home. Why? Because your tattoo placement was was not where you wanted to be whatever i think with the exterminations it's like they go in already knowing who they're going to get rid of it's just a matter of like Mm -hmm. having fun with them like the same with the uh bungee cord they both did it but you but they still got rid of someone so are they told jk tapped out but really what was the length and how long did fantasia go because i I, again i want transparency here exactly exactly did transparent did fantasia go for 10 minutes and jk went for eight it's like and did she go or did did jk maybe go for eight minutes and fantasia went for five but because jk said the words i tap out that's why it was over Mm -hmm, exactly Mm -hmm. they're like okay just as long as we get some shots of you in it it's like yeah now cynthia will call jk a fucking baby for tapping out which is funny for what is about to come yep Mm mm-hmm there are six left, and one of them will be the next drag super monster. The competition is getting real. Now, Cynthia is loving her role as resident shitster and tells Fantasia that Throb is talking about her, and Fantasia still thinks she can take Throb out alongside any of them bitches. Throb feels bad taking Fantasia out now that she's a new mother. But the alarm sounds, <laughs> let's get this day underway. The blaze are bloodier than ever. They are heading to the haunted house, the black light haunted house, that is. They're heading back in time to the dark rides of the 1980s, where every good haunted house had a black light room. Their challenge is to create a neon classic monster look and put their own unique spin on it. Well, they did, and they will, and you can't get mad at what they presented, because what did you actually tell them before they started filming? Yep. 
It's told that when they turn on the black lights, a second black light reflective look must be revealed. You know this is a challenge that required a budget that clearly none of them had. Because yeah. we learned that UV paint doesn't show up in normal light, so they can they should only be able to see when it's exposed to the magic of black light. Please go remind Miss Fantasia that one, and then please disqualify her. Well, same with Blackberry. You could see on Blackberry's skin what the plan was when the lights turned off. Um, all so yeah, so it's just like there was a lot of like the transformation didn't really quite happen yeah. for a few of them. Now, guess who's back in the house? It's a Fright Feet. They must do a full face of makeup using only a 99-cent store makeup kit. The drag monster who has the best makeup job will win the Fright Feet and will be safe from extermination. Immunity, y'all. Mm -hmm. Now, here to help host the Fright Feet, once again, is Dragula's first crown exo-sister, Coco Kane. Once again, she's available and needed a gig. Yep. Now, let's call this challenge what it is. Quick drag. We are really turning into the other show. Yeah. 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 Well, they did say after Titans, they were entering a new era. They sure darn did. Now, mm -hmm. Orc will tell us that he is nervous for this challenge as he has never been to any of those kinds of attractions and doesn't know if he'll have all the information to approach it. Orc, that is why they invented the internet. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's, it's essentially it's like how hummus. fast do you paint your face? Yeah. Um now when it comes to the haunted houses of the 80s, I know you are a very proud 80s baby. Have you been to any of these neon glow light haunted houses? No. I didn't like every time I've gone to a haunted house, like I remember in college we uh went to great great america so six flags great america and we went into the haunted houses and it was like you know horror theme they're kind of like horror nights and i just remember being in line having friends behind me holding their hand and as we're walking i'm literally like what i'm looking at the i'm looking at everything i was could see where things were going to pop out of and i'm the girl behind me i'm like all right we're going to round this corner. They're going to jump out from right there. So that way you're pre more prepared. They still jumped at the spot that it was. She screamed her ass off. And I was like laughing hysterically because I'm like going, I'm preparing you to not be scared. And you were fucking scared. And then at one point, like, because it was horror themed, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I love your Freddy. Oh my God, that Hellraiser is so good. I'm like, and she walks out of it going like, Harry was making friends with them all. I was just like, it's so much fun. <laughs> we walked through a horror haunted house and I'm like, this looks amazing. Oh my God, I love this look. It's like, it was so funny. Now, Throb is going to attempt to clarify the main challenge for us. They must have on look for the 80s blacklit haunted house, but then they have to transform into a totally different look when the light hits. Fantasia, ironically, will say it's basically two different looks. Is that what you interpreted it to be as well? I Yeah, I took it as like, you're going to have one look to go into the haunted house, but when the light's turned on, yours, how you painted yourself is supposed to kind of create a secondary look um, or, you know, then why the didn't clothes they do that? you're wearing are going to change, kind of things like that. Why didn't they do that? Mm -mm. 
most of them it was kind of is, like is it possible the same, yeah is it possible the monsters are, are discussing this in a manner they are because they realize they didn't do the assignment properly like why is there such a massive disconnect two weeks in a row i think i think it's two weeks I in think, a row the boulets are like that's not what we wanted it's either when they got the list of what their looks had to be it was worded one way and then right. changed you know because drag race is the same thing where it's like you look at a runway and it's like the runway category says this but when you're looking at the looks you're like uh, my guess is the sheet had different verbiage and they changed it to sure. fuck with some of these girls now throb will say that the looks have to connect and make sense which is what logic also says Yep. But victory will be bestowed upon someone who does not do that, but we'll get to it. Poco Kane arrives with the energy of a twink after getting railed in the Senate hearing room. They are out of it. <laughs> yes. Topical humor. We're, You're we're so topical um, here. Um, Israel arrives with a tray of cheap-ass makeup, and Coco is back from hell with a message that they get to beat their mugs with a dollar store Halloween makeup kit. Now, wait a minute. The Boulets told us it was a 99-cent store makeup kit. They sprung for an upgrade. No, it's the 99-cent store is now selling everything for a dollar. It's inflation. The best mug gets immunity. We have 10 minutes. Let's get the quick draw again. All right. How would you do in this challenge? What would your approach be? Um, I would probably probably have gone the goth way. Just Uh painted my face completely white. And then done black lipstick and then like smeared some type of color on my eyes and been like, I'm God. Now no real now choices are about to be made. Rules will be broken. Blackberry can't open the packages. Orgotic is wearing makeup for the first time, and Neo is glad he doesn't do it often because he is finger painting. Blackberry is going for whiteout. We have a crayon monster, a pumpkin. And the fact that Coco is walking around like she has any authority up in this bitch was hilarious. That was the funny thing, too, of having her do it, where I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's probably another former contestant that was more well-known for, like, you know, painting their face differently that you could have easily gone for. But, you know, I think they're trying to be like, hi, you won, so let's let's make sure you... We, uh, we milk it for all we can get. What does she win? Oh, wait, she didn't win. I'm... Wait, no, she, she didn't. didn't. She didn't win. I See, she this is... Nothing. See, that's see. This is how much I how much I block out Dragula after a while. I thought about that too. Going, why is she back? So time is up. I I guess in my head I'm going. I thought she won, but I guess I was wrong. (laughs) Time is up, and how do we know the alarm sounds that music plays? And actually, this time they have to stop their makeup. I love it. Thank you. Everything I've been wishing every fucking time this bit mm-hmm. happens, they actually followed through. Yep. Now do it as a main challenge and I absolutely praise the... I would love for a main challenge to come out and have them not be fully ready and be like, you didn't give them enough time. That's what I want. That's monster. <laughs> That's monster. Mm-hmm. Now Fantasia looks crazy. I, I don't know what was happening with her face. Like It was very splotchy. Blackberry is giving clown, but Cynthia says it's Shirley Temple. Now, this year we did see Shirley Temple on Snatch mm-hmm. Game, so what am I missing? That's not Shirley Temple. That's not Shirley Temple. Mm-mm. 
Orgotic is giving, quote, trigonometry, according to BlackBerry. I don't know what that means. I mm, did she have like shapes and lines and things that were like trig? Yeah, I'm like, I didn't get that from it. Now Neo glued the sticks to her face, which is cheating. Why did she get to use the glue from her wig? Bullshit, where's the rule book? They don't have a rule book, that's why. Yeah. If she ended up winning the challenge, I would have been um calling for a boycott. Not really, but <laughs> Cynthia looks like she does on an average week. Rob is giving pumpkin king realness. And Coco will say that after intense deliberation, who she deliberate with? Uh, Israel. <laughs> okay. Do you th- do, are the boulets out of drag somewhere in that room? They have to be there at all times, right? That, that's they have to be there. No, they're in their, uh, they're lounging in their, uh, in their trailer with a little laptop up with these, with the with the with the with their ring cameras uh, that are lined the room, and they're like Coco, Coco, darling, can you hear us? Yes, yes. Give it to yep. Throb. Give Throb the win, please. Thank you. Yeah, Throb gets the fright feet win immunity. Do you agree? I do. I think I think he 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 yeah. put together a, a cohesive face, like unlike anyone else. So I was like, yeah, that's a well deserved win. Coco is out and peep that mic pack just popping out of her back, just in mm-hmm. all its glory. Throb is congratulated for his win and is finally comfortable to smile around them. Cynthia will once again try for the soundbite as she says, Throb gave Coco pumpkin to talk about. She really, she really wants those talking heads. It's a boop. Bye. Throb will say that she saw she was feeling gorgeous. Okay, we're done with the puns. No more pumpkin mm-hmm. puns. Bye-bye. They've got a lot of work to do. Let's see what they have planned. And yeah, the monster's going to head out of the room, come right back in, and they are not allowed to clean their faces from those chemicals, from those makeup kits. No, no, those faces are still on. Yep. Let's start with Fantasia, who is talking about her big monstrous snake. She tells us when the black light comes on, she's eaten by a snake. Okay, sounds promising. She shares that she is using airbrushing to achieve her detail. Now, what I'm witnessing is a paintbrush and paint. I don't see any airbrushing. <laughs> That's going to come out later after they stop filming her. Yeah. Um, no, because the airbrushing was done at home, and this is the touch-up that they told mm-hmm. them to do for the camera. They, they, yep. they don't do these looks here. Let's be honest no. with ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's just a little touch-up to indicate like uh, how, how they create things. She is feeling very confident about being in the top this week. Sure, damn. Blackberry's inspiration is Egyptian goddess Anubis. Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't she on Drag Race UK? She was. She was on Miss Congeniality. She sure was on one fucking episode. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Very sweet girl. Very sweet girl. Mm-hmm. She will share that you will open her tomb and we'll see all the colors. The materials she's working with are neon chalk markers that are UV reactive. Just got to shake, 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 shake your groove thing. Mm-hmm. And she will outline everything. And you can see the quote, Egyptian setup. Surely that's not the proper term of what she's doing, right? Egyptian setup. Hieroglyphics, maybe. Yeah. That's how, yeah, she was doing hieroglyphics. I don't Egyptian think she remembered the word. Mm-hmm. You know, Egyptian Cynthia, emojis. 
Right, right. There we go. Now, Cynthia is going for the person that lures you into the haunted house. A barker, if you will. Yeah. She says the deeper you get, the darker it gets. The monsters start to come out and play once the UVs hit. And here is why we have problems in America. She will share that she got some cubes from her local store glued fur <laughs> to the little cube. Now, I don't know what kind of education system they have in Missouri, but Cynthia is not holding up a cube, but a sphere. This a made me laugh so hard. She is reminded of this, and the bitch will keep on doubling down and say, it was a cube. She split it in half. Now, I don't know how anyone in that room, camera people, production crew included, kept a straight face at how dumb this bitch is. Mm-hmm. Neo is feeling a kernelish is not the worst in the competition. Now, Cynthia will ask the story producer if a cube is a circle and she is told no. And then she will try a half circle is a circumference. What, what is she doing? I don't know. She just keeps digging herself further and further down. It's amazing. Uh. And then they're going to have a, a soundbite here, which I don't think is the best one to have, as Orc will tell us just how stupid Cynthia is, as he has been trying to teach her where Argentina is, and Cynthia thinks it's in Mexico. So maybe not stupid, just a tad racist? Mm-hmm. Cynthia will finally be able to share that the goal of this sphere will sit on her like titties. Moving on. Neo shows us that her inspiration is a signature Ooh. 1980s steroid bodybuilder who dresses up as a cat, goes around the town killing people, and I say, what the actual fuck? That is not a story that makes sense at all. And how the hell was she able to murder Hello Kitty for this challenge? <laughs> we'll talk about it soon, but what? No, it's, well, Hello Kitty is not a cat, it's a girl. Uh, so Hello Kitty just got some, but she just took some roids, and that was roid rage. She is working on mixing liquid latex with polyfill and stirring them together, and will then go to the coloring process. She says she is using purple blood, but I'm fairly certain that hue was not purple, it was red. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's a latex blood base. She's mixing into her already created concoction. Why is she doing this? Only for the horror elements. Yeah. So I'm really having my doubts of her artistic mind, and I'm really, really thinking everything she does is for show. Yeah. It's almost like she did this, not because she thought this was the best look to do, but because she was like, no, I have to have a horror thing in it when it didn't need to it be didn't. Yeah, it didn't need the the when she saw like part of like uh the post um reveal of the neon and you had the the little extra bits of their floor show. Yeah, it didn't quite need the the fucking of the of the dummy and pulling out their guts, but it was like, okay. Cool, I guess. It's the day of the haunted house. Fantasia's ready to slither forward. Now, how does Throb feel knowing they are in the top five? Amazing. Cynthia will giddily tell Fantasia that her plan this week to get Throb out of the competition backfires again. And of course, like the bitch she is, Fantasia's like, but I say it's gonna be this week. 
girl. Mm-hmm. Fantasia said it's good that Throb is safe to tell Cynthia that she should make sure she has her shit together so she won't be in the bottom, as she is the only one without a win. So she has a fire in her fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Blackberry, the queen of telling us what others need to do, says Cynthia needs to shock the judges and pay attention to details. Now, where's her confessional of telling Fantasia the same exact thing? Exactly. Exactly. Throb will tell the room that if anybody is holding back, now is the time to get their shit on. Because we need to fill time with JK no longer being there, we <sighs> are going to learn a little bit more context for the victory we are about to have. So yep. Nia was thinking of pulling Throb into the other room to get some advice of some masculine poses and how to walk because the character she is doing is super masculine and doesn't have the vibe quite down yet. Time for Masculinity 101 coaching session. Yep. Now, Throb is the official teacher of the season. Everyone wants him to teach things to them. If you could have Throb Zombie teach you one thing, what would it be? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm okay. perfect. So so I don't know what they can teach oh, me. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> well, let's see if Neo can be daddy. Throb mm -hmm. tells her when it comes to masculine posture, their method is the Dorito method. Have you ever heard of the Dorito method? No, but I've eaten a lot of them. I have too. And I can tell you, it does not make me strong. It makes me like flubber. <laughs> Apparently, in the Dorito method, you lead with your power points, aka your shoulders. Now, Throb will tell Neo to hit his shoulder, and it's just a, it's a love tap. Yeah. So Throb does it to Neo, and she is down for the couch like a delicate flower, just right onto mm -hmm. the couch. It, it's like it's me when someone so Throb, tries to hit me. Oh, Throb will ask Neo to tighten the stomach and the shoulders, and what does Neo do? Hands on the hips. Girl, no. No. We're getting rid of that. Rob wants to remind Neo that you're so angry you got fists. You're like Hulk smash. And then grunts and screams. It's, it, it, it's not working. No. Now, Orc will tell us that he doesn't know what Throb and Neo are doing in the next room because let's remind everyone this is in a studio. They're filming it in a studio. Um, but warns us that they better not be kissing. And I think for sure that is never going to happen. No, no. So let's see if Mask Neo will come out and start humping things. Spoiler, she will. Chest bumps up, dude. Cue the Neo giggle. Yeah, almost worked, almost worked. <laughs> Rob tells Neo to put the titties aside as they don't have the titties. They go see the titties. So they're going to go on a strip club field trip. Now, Precious, I know that people of our age, th there was a thing when we were younger, like when you hit a certain age, it was like, oh my God, we should go to a strip club. Whether you're a homosexual or not, it was just a thing you did. Mm -hmm. I never did that because for me, it was just icky, weird, and didn't, not, not my thing. Did you, have you ever been to a strip club? No. And I'm not talking about Rock Bar on a Friday night. No, I've seen, yeah, I've seen Go Go Boys, and not just at Rock Bar, other bars too. I'm an equal opportunity voyeur. Um, no, I never did. Yeah, no, because it's like when I turned like when I turned 18, like I moved away to go to college. And, you know, then it was just a matter of being like, hi, discovering who I am. 
Um, so yeah, I never did. I never did the strip club thing. Um, so yeah, that was never really like big in the like, Ooh, got to go to a strip club. I think, I think I've had friends who are like, we attempted once, but we were like, Oh, we don't want to pay that much to get in. <laughs> and listen, if I went to a strip club, I'd be going for the food. Just like why I go to Hooters for the fucking food. It's really like, good we're going people. to that buffet. Listen, the food at Hooters, I don't care what anyone says. Those are some of the best buffalo wings in the world. <laughs> the finishing touches are put on the ghouls. Can't wait to see the finale, what they're going to bring. The alarm sounds. Get your ass on the main stage after, you know, y'all finish because this time it exactly. doesn't count. We hit the main stage where the boulets are not doing the assignment. They're just wearing white sacks with black hands. I mean, listen... Gotta have a week off sometimes. Just like, not even a necklace. They couldn't even put something on the neck. No, that, that's too much. Yeah. Well, welcome to the haunted house of neon terrors and glow horrors. We are told that back in the day, every good haunted attraction worth its weight in blood had a neon scare room filled with hot pink skeletons and black light reactive monsters. And now they've tasked the drag demonettes to conceptualize and create new and frightful looks based on the neon haunted house thing. As a second part to this challenge, they must have a second look when they are blasted with pure black light that can only be seen under the magic of UV. So essentially, they wanted monsters and got little to none of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here to judge this week is the Queen of Haunted Houses, the winner of Dragula Titans and resident special effects makeup monster looks like someone gave her a job, Victoria Elizabeth Black, who... Mm -hmm is showing her bias with the results by doing a redo of her muscle man look. Oh, oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> she just looks busted and forgot to say her line. Noted. Um, yeah. That that mug was terrible. Oh, my God. That was god-awful. It only looks good in the promo image for it because, you know, they could touch it up. But, yeah, it didn't mm. look... It, 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 wasn't, it, didn't, it wasn't, like, good on camera. It, it was it was it, it was painful. Um, I mean, she is someone who I've said is one of the most beautiful, amazing makeup artists the show's ever seen. This mm -hmm. did not hit. Yeah. Also, maybe the panel, it was like superstar director. I wonder if it was one of those last minute things, like hi, we was going to be someone else, and we're like, oh, we need you to fill in, and there was like a rush job. Well, right, because especially if she's on staff. Yeah. Also on the panel is superstar director and the only judge to appear on every season and iteration of Dragula, Darren Stein. What black on, Darren. does he have on them? What does he have on them? I think they're just really good fans, big fans of Drawbreaker. Okay. Okay, that's probably, yep. How many times have you seen that film? Uh, a lot. Yeah. I saw it in the theater no, when it came out, opening weekend. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Okay, listen. Mm -hmm. Dragon's art, artist, it's subjective, and we only will discuss the looks in regards to what we are told are the instructions. And we'll only <laughs> mention the critiques the boulets say to the contestants' faces because, come on, the shit they say behind closed oh doors is not their I know. I wonder if the girls are only finding out about it when they watch it to be like, oh shit, they were shady. It's gotta to be. It, it's gotta yeah. be. Category is Black Light Haunted House. In honor of the floor show, we will play Light 'em Up or UV Been Messy. 
<laughs> that is a stretch. I know it's a stretch. It's like you've been messy, but you've go with me, people. Okay. Just go with me on it. Say it slowly. It will make more sense. Do you are, do you approve of my bad pun? Um, not really, but uh, you know, it's your sh- it's your show, Michael. So. <laughs> Throb Zombie. No designers listed. I don't know what is going on with Throb. Throb is very bad at the social media thing. Yeah, this not, was all a us, not all of us. Not all of us are, are social media fabrics. Um, I love the way that this is an original character, but still is dark and satanic enough to play into the world of the challenge. I think the initial look in a regular challenge would have been safe to high. The black, red, and white collar story is great, and the makeup is very much in line with Throb. But once that black light hit, baby, that was a story. The devil yeah. is literally inside. I think what makes this work so well is not necessarily the paint on the inside of the robe, but the UV paint on the face. It was so dynamic and really made the entire transformation. I was getting like Dr. Facilier vibes. Yeah. I What I also liked was the fact that they not only like had the UV paint on their face and you can tell when you look at them in the non-black light, and then the black light, you're like going, oh, you can see the change. But also when they would do a shot of the coat and the fact that like yeah. even the coat had so much detailed UV light um, or UV reflective uh, paint on it that you're like, oh, yeah, you went and like made sure every inch was covered and it was going to give you a secondary look. Darren says the performance was incredible and really felt the suffering and the push and pull of good and evil inside. He says it was cinematic. Victoria says when the UV transformation happened, the detail in the crosses really blew her away. She says altogether the makeup and everything was so cool. Drax says she could have pictured her in her own room at a black light haunted house. She thinks she had a little bit of trouble with the book gag because the powder didn't show up in the black light, so... Cursed once again. Swan says his blacklight transformation was her favorite and says it was everywhere on the inside of the jacket, all over the outside of the jacket, across the stained glass masterpiece on the back. She says it garnishes her marks from her, but she hates the horns. The horns work with the blacklight. It just didn't work yeah. beforehand. That was the only problem was the horns you know, didn't like, were just kind of like, oh, they're just there for the look. But once the blacklight turned on it was like ooh that's why they're there I will give this a light em up oh it was a light em up for sure audience 95% light em up 5% you've been messy Fantasia Royal Gaga no design assistant well who would have made that This was a mess, and the fact that she was saved from the bottom is infuriating. Now, again, would you see this character in a haunted house the Boulets are looking for? It's debatable. The storytelling is incredibly messy. The snake should have been the only thing we saw. The mouth should have been closed at the start, and when the UV hits, then pop that mouth open, see the face and the body in the UV, and fine, I might have bought it. But this is a snake. The that's... shoes, the arms. Oh. This was not thought out or realized properly. I don't know how she was given a pass on this. The execution of the garment is abysmal. The fact that she is on that turntable and you can see the white zipper 
fatal flaw in the design. And then the performance, it was just not good. There is barely any horror. The glamour is not there. The filth is missing. So how is this monster? It's not. It's a legendary queen put on a show because they love her. This, for me, is one of the worst looks of the season. And again, you want to talk about the, the paint? I saw it coming. It was painted in a way that you saw the reveal before the reveal. When she said in in the workroom it was going to be the snake was going to be eating her was going to be the gag, I'm like, okay. And I think that, like you said, if she would have come out with a, a closed mouth and all you saw was a snake, you're like, all right, where's this going? And the black light hit and the snake opened its mouth and it's like, oh, you're inside the snake. That's the, that's the reveal. It would have gotten more of a pass. But I think the fact for me was... Every time she walked, it was like they did a close-up of her feet. And she wasn't even in heels. She was barefoot in stockings. And then when she'd run or when she was pulling and doing, like, a slithering motion, the back was so heavy that you could see it was just the opening of where she where her foot were. Um, and, yeah, the, the hands thing is weird to be like, why do you have hands if you're a snake? Snakes don't have hands. Like, it would have made much more sense if she was fully engulfed in it um yeah and the fact like when i was watching it, i was like going like oh girl her and her god if you guys are at the bottom two um well this is gonna be this is gonna be sad and when they said she was safe i was like no mm-mm, mm-mm. this is this is production it's rigor morris girl rigor morris some people don't like when we compare it to the other show, but let's mm. remind ourselves, um, winner Pandora Knox did a snake look this season on Drag Race Germany and did it flawlessly. So oh, yeah. it's possible to be done. You just got to be able to do it. You just got to be able to do it. And that's the thing. It's like, also too, like Fantasia's boobs are so huge that I'm like going, it, I think that's also makes it hard for her to slither around because she they has- They don't do this concept. They don't, they, exactly. This is, this was a bad, this was a nice, it was a cool idea. They just didn't, it just was not executed properly. Darren says he's never seen a lady snake with such voluptuous breasts and didn't know he needed it in his life. He says his only problem was the slithering on the floor became kind of a frog-like leap. No shit, Sherlock. Mm -hmm. Victoria says during the performance, the back of it seemed to be coming undone. The feet were distracting her since there was neon green compared to the rest of her when the lights came on. She says she loves the silhouette. Drax says it's so fun to see her transform herself into a creature and thinks she should keep doing stuff like this and says it's cool. And if she did this at a club, she would make all the tips. And I actually do not think that's true at all. Swan says that what she liked the most about the look was the black light transformation, saying it was almost kind of stunning as the shape of the head really jumped out once the black lights came on. She calls it a ghost snake you could see through and see that it had eaten a human. Well, if that's the case, it's an x-ray because we only saw the skeletal part of the human. Mm-hmm. So we really are trying to grasp at straws. And They, they were like saying whatever they wanted to say. Just It's that whole thing. It's like when you get down to like a final four and you're like, you all did well in the challenge, but we're going to, our critiques are going to make it, a, we're going to critique in a way that's going to justify why this queen is in the bottom. You've been messy. You've been messy. That's where I'm going. So messy. So, so messy. Audience agrees. 20% light them up. 80% you've been messy. Blackberry looked by Yaharia DeHill and Lila White. Wild. Uh, so it's a two-in-one, and the first part is reveal code. I do not consider that a look. Had it been detailed like an actual sarcophagus, you might have won me over, but it was nothing special. 
I think the makeup is interesting and leaning into the cat as Anubis was really smart. What did her a disservice is how this was edited. We saw the inside of the coat without the UV on and you can see some really nice detailing, but once the UV was turned on, it took away from the splendor. Now, I don't know what the rules for this challenge actually were, but I'm fairly certain there were also some lights on this look, like mm -hmm. a button turned on and bam. I think it was just messy in the UV effects. Now, in line for the challenge, I, I just don't think she had the budget properly for it. The, the concept was there. It just was not as good as it could have been, but it was still fine. Yeah, I thought it was fine. But again, when you look at her face outside of um, before the black like it, you can see the onk and how the lines are going to be because in the how she has the yellow paint on her face right. so when the uv hit hit is just made it just really showcased the neon but it was like from a distance you can't see it but when they do a close-up you can so see all of them all the makeup i liked the fit the the her teeth how they like change colored i do like the look um with the concept but it did i think it would have been better if it was like if she kept the cape closed for the beginning and when the UV light hit, then open it up. And then you would have been able to be like, I think it would have had more um, drama and impact Agreed. that way. Um, I'm still going to give it a light em up um, because I do like the idea she was trying to do. So you might say, like I said, it, it was the editing of how this was presented to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Darren says he was blown away. He loves the grandeur and the mystery of the sarcophagus. He says he was getting full sci-fi cyber Egyptian fantasy. Drax says this is an exquisite look and says the only critique she would have is that while the look was transformative, when the black light came on, she didn't necessarily become a different look. Swan says this is flawless. Her favorite part of the look was the face as it was done at such high level of execution. It is really impressive. Victoria says the detail in the Egyptian artwork was so cool, especially with the little feet hanging out. She says her stage presence was on stage. It was fabulous. Um, I will give it a very soft line up. Mm -hmm. And the audience agrees. 90% light him up. 10% you've been messy. Orgotic. No design uh. system. There is only so far you can bring Orc through this competition before telling him that it's just not right for this brand. Nothing yeah. about this was Haunted House. The execution was messy. Not having a reference point is not an excuse for giving something that does not even line up for this challenge. White in a black light makes sense, but there is no transformation. I think the lights were a complete distraction and completely unfair for the challenge. When he does the reveal... The paint job on the garment with the UV was fine, but let's remember he was covering it the entire time. So we don't know what it looked like had he not been crossing him arm, his arms. Yeah. That being said, when we did see him standing on the main stage for critiques, it was very icky and very poorly executed. This just didn't work. And then you're going to tell me, Oh, well, he told us he was a clown. Then be a fucking clown. You have to lean into what a clown is. If you're going to do that. And I, but the thing too is like, it doesn't read clown to the audience who is watching the show. I don't get, I did not get clown from it. I, the only thing, the only thing I liked about the look was at the very beginning when he was turning around the, in the side in the circle and he had the, the lights coming off of him that reminded me of like, you know, those smoker ads from like the eighties where it's just like sure. with the woman who is smoking right in here in her, in her throat area. That's what it reminded me of. Like, it reminded me of, like, that. And in a way, it looked like it had some sort of, like, cigarette -y thing happening on his head. 
but it didn't read clown until I think it was said in like uh in when they were in the cauldron where it's like or he's he said it or someone else said it, it's supposed to be a clown and it's just like Fantasia. I'm like I don't oh Fantasia said clown I'm going like I was like I didn't get clown I got I got white that's it Darren says it was really fascinating and a terrifying vision. He says it was a David Lynch nightmare of a Hodorowsky acid trip. He says he wasn't sure how it fit into the 80s day glow haunted house. Drax says that she got more caught up on the performance and says whatever the plan was, she doesn't feel like it delivered a clear message that the judges could understand. Victoria says that she didn't understand that she was much with the smiling, the smelling of it. She says it didn't make sense with the performance or telling the story. This is a UV messy. No, it's such a UV messy. Audience, 40% light them up. 60% you have been messy. Cynthia Doll. Look by Cynthia and Haley Lenart. Controversial opinion. This look should have been safe. I think there were others in this group that were much, much worse. I think that there are elements of this look that are cheap and in line of what she accused JK of bringing. The Party City wig is unforgivable. I understand why. I think she had just if she had just a black bob with UV paint in it, she would have achieved her mission. It killed me that the mouthpiece was not sitting center on her body. It was askew in a way that I don't think it was supposed to be. And it looked cool in the UV, but it bothered me outside of it. The Cheshire Cat as the reference point for the UV, in my opinion, was brilliant. And I think there is nothing wrong with a raver kid than going into an acid trip smiling cat. The storytelling worked. Mm -hmm. The face makeup in the UV was a bit messy. I think I would have opted for none so that the cat face was the only face she had. I think she got cut for storyline and favoritism. Same, same. I thought it was the classic... Everyone has a win except you, so that's why you're in the bottom this week. That's what I felt. Because I going through it, I thought she was safe. For me, I, I was like, okay, yeah, she's giving Raver to start, and then it turned. I originally didn't do get cat, uh, Cheshire Cat. I was like, oh my god, it's Auro Monsters. It was the, uh, bleed, the I think Ablina is her name, because it's the same thing where it's like a pair of eyes with a big pair of lips. So I saw that and I was like, okay, I like that. Then I liked the part where she spewed out the red blood and it like had that cascading mm-hmm. effect of like the red in the the red neon. I thought that were, looked beautiful. Um, yeah, I thought going through, it was like the three that were that were high made sense. I was like, she was safe in my opinion and Fantasia should have been in the bottom again. And when they said she was safe, I'm like, oh, Cynthia, you're going home because you're the only one without a win. And that's been the story for the last few episodes of you not having a win. And this is why. Victoria says it was giving all real monsters from Nickelodeon, but says it was too Raver Girl and not too much Haunted House. She wasn't scared and wanted to run away from her. Darren says it was adorable and was less the creature in the 80s Haunted House and more the girl who was lurking in the fairgrounds who might follow you home. Swan says the first look was a miss and she thinks she knows it. She says it was party girl, raver, someone in the club, but says when the black lights switched on, it was fantastic. She says the intensity of the glow was so good and the cat face just popped out. She says if she was able to match the first part of the performance with the second part, it would have been great. Now, this is something I want to continue asking. What were they told? Because if she just was told to do a two-in-one UV light look she passed the test mm-hmm. if she was told it had to be haunted house related okay a, a little bit not there but aren't cats part of 
haunted house like black cats. Mm-hmm. Well, so also too, her first her. look, she was also trying to emulate an eighties kind of party girl. It read right. more raver because I think when we got to the nineties, that's what it evolved into. But um, and I think if she wasn't wearing the those those type of platforms with the and like maybe different tights, it probably would work better. She would have done multicolored tights. Um, would have probably given it a little more eighties flair to it. But I thought out of everyone, she emulated the eighties part of the challenge. I agree. The best. It's a light em up. Oh, definitely light em up. Audience, eighty percent light em up. Twenty percent. You've been messy. Nia Hulu X. No design existed. The challenge is two in one, and the challenge is to tell a story. None of those two things were executed. The first look with a dead Hello Kitty, the body is pink. But what does that have to do with the bodybuilder? I think the muscle detailing was commendable in the look outside of the UV lights. Mm-hmm. But once the mask is reviewed, revi- removed and the black light hits, I'm sorry, this was a kid's worst fear when black light comes on. The body looked like it was all cum stains how was this a different look (laughs) what is the connection to the first look i think the makeup was the best part for the uv but the correlation is missing yeah i am all for unique stories but in all art if you cannot understand it without an explanation it is not successful the work must stand on its own why pumpkin guts and fucking where is that in the cat killer story I'm really tired of being told one thing one contestant being read for it and then another being praised i need fucking consistency i loved this talk to me you loved it i loved it i thought it was you know what it was it was the fact that when she came out and she was like just so butch like giving you like butch dyke realness i was like i am here for it i was like i think this entire category i think with this entire show i think i've just like thrown away what what they keep telling us and just like I'm just going to watch. Do do I like this runway? Am I having fun with what you're trying to do? Because obviously the challenges that they are giving these queens are whatever they feel like doing, whatever they feel like saying. So I'm very much at this point, I'm like, I have an idea of who is going to potentially win. Um, and I, you know, we are we already seeing like other queens being pushed forward that didn't necessarily need to be pushed forward. But you know, I thought it was. Just, I question. thought it was. I was just having fun with her. That's what it was. Let me ask you a question. I'm looking at the look a little bit. Was it supposed to be tattoos? I think it was supposed to be tattoos because there's there's the one shot where it looks like there's a cross on the leg, um, where mm-hmm. it's like detailed out to be a cross. And I think a lot of it's supposed to be like. In a way, it kind of looks like camouflage. Um, it's like cum stain camouflage mm-hmm. when it's in like the black light. Now I, I understand that the whole yeah. sex thing, maybe that's where the cum is yeah. coming from. Um I, I just need better storytelling because this might have been my biggest problem with Nia Hulu. Is like we have had other monsters get ripped apart for their lack of storytelling when I have felt more connected to a story mm-hmm. and and she's getting pass after pass after pass like yeah it's fun week where they're like why is her head through a picture frame well okay then it's not working she's not telling mm-hmm. you a story visually she's amazing i i but think i a, think former i think for this one i think what gave her the win was the fact that she did the more masculine like so bro like i think she was it was just it was essentially she won because of the character not for the what the character was doing 
Swan says the masculine. And I also think I also think because Throb had already gotten immunity, they didn't they weren't gonna give the win. If it was gonna I figured that's why they gave it to her. She says she her show pulled in all the elements you might see at a haunted house and says all of her props came out of a carnival. She says it was just overwhelming in a very positive way. Victoria says it was fucking fantastic. She says the slime was a nice touch and it really popped in the black light. She says the corpse had a good night. Darren says he adored it and says total fantasy high concept work of art. He says there is so much to look at, so much story, so much intrigue. He's bowled over by it. And Drax says she really likes that. She changed her silhouette for this challenge and says it shows a lot of versatility. She says there were so many levels to the performance and kept evolving and changing. I'm going to be controversial and go, you've been messy. And I'm going to be the opposite. Light me up. And they all will light up with you. The audience, 79% light them up, 21% you've been messy. Yeah. Because just looking at the photos, they look cool. So not knowing the show, you're just like, oh, okay. It's time to shake up the competition and cause some drama-rama. The dreaded question is here. Who should go home and why? Now, it wasn't posed that way because they can't say that because that's what Mm -hmm. RuPaul says. Yep. Let's go through this. I'm going to ask you to analyze it with me after I read them all, okay? Mm-hmm. Cynthia says Throb because sometimes they get choked up in their performances and makes it a little awkward. Throb says Fantasia because he is still waiting to see a darkness in her that he's some that she's gotten from some from everybody else so far. Blackberry says Neo because she is her biggest competition and she needs to win. Neo says Cynthia because of track record as everyone has a win and unfortunately she does not. Orc says Blackberry because her outfits are really cool, but he wants to be surprised in the dark and alternative department. And Fantasia says Orgotic because he is an amazing artist, but feels like all of his looks are slightly the same. Now, isn't it interesting that they all said each other there was no majority? There was no majority. Mm-mm. Was it pre-planned? I think it was pre-planned. I think it was, I pre-planned, think it was pre-planned. And that's why they were like, we're going to say that's why no one said no one picked on one girl because you could all easily said Based on track record, Cynthia, she should, you know, she hasn't won. She should go home now, or me, be like, or the flip side of being like Nira Hulu is doing really well. Let I'd rather her go um, so I can, you know, so I can win. Now, obviously, if we wanted more drama, the drama would have mm-hmm. been we had to cut Fantasia last week, keep JK. And this question would have been a pile on JK and you would have had a everyone would have piled on JK in, mm-hmm. in the cauldron. Why even put this in the edit if this if this was drama free? Because it was pointless. The, was the pointless. comments and the reasoning was not in line to anything that any of these monsters believe in, except for Throb over Fantasia. And the fact is, we already heard at the very beginning of the episode that Blackberry would once would would want Nurahula gone so she could win. So. Blackberry saying that was already there. We all know Cynthia's track record because Cynthia keep, won't shut up about it. Um, the Blackberry, um, not Blackberry, the the Throb Fantasia thing has been going on for a couple episodes or since episode one. Um, so yeah, so it's just like, it was very much like, it was just there to fill time. Because even when they go back to the cauldron, it's brought up a little bit, but not like, it's not like serious, like you know, when the drag race girls do it, when they all come back, and it's like that one, the one girl who's like, Y'all said my name. Y'all think I don't need yeah. to be here. Or you have them come back and be like, I know why you said it. I'm not mad. You know, I get it. It's a competition. 
Neo is the winner of the week. Blackberry and Throb are safe, as is Fantasia, Orgotic, and Cynthia Rock for extermination. Do you agree? Nope. No. Can I throw at you a conspiracy theory? Throw it. Is it possible that Fantasia was not in the bottom as she could not have done the extermination challenge in that look? And it would have been the second shock elimination for her. She did a shock challenge last week. She would have done a shock challenge again. I think, yeah, those are the two. I think the two things are, one, the look she was in, she wouldn't have been able to do the do the do the discrimination, and two, and also probably this is probably they probably filmed this the way Drag Race films it. These things are probably filmed so close together that they're like, we can't have her go through it again. Yeah, and that's probably what saved her was the fact that she did a shot. If she hadn't been in the bottom last week, she would have been the she would have got she would have, it would have been her this week. I think she would have gone home. Now, we will have a speech from Neo, who is so grateful for the win as she has been struggling with her masculinity all her life. She says growing up as a feminine sissy kid, she was picked on and bullied and hated herself for it. She says growing up, she tried to look as masculine as possible. She knows who Neo Hulu is and is embracing both of her sides. She is feminine. She is masculine. She's a bad bitch from China. And Drac will have her RuPaul moment. And say that as queer young people, we really look at the idea of masculine and feminine, and it's oddly the thing that torments us the most. And says that we all realize that the extreme masculinity is just as much drag as everything they're wearing now. She loves that she took the concept and flipped it on its back and used it to her advantage. <laughs> She's trying to get, they're trying understand. to get that Emmy. I understand why I was here. It, it, it I, I know at the heart. It was genuine, but it felt so contrived. Mm-hmm. That's not what Dragula is. And I'm not saying it can't be, but that kind of moment shouldn't have happened on the main stage. It would have happened like in a walkthrough as explaining why you're doing it. Yeah. But that's, again, not what this show does. How can we have those real authentic moments that involve the boulets where it actually fits with the flow of the show? I think if they actually interacted with the queens more than just the main stage, because you never really have them do workroom discussions. Okay. They've never done that. That's always been like, that's been, that was the RuPaul taking it from Tim Gunn kind of thing. They've never done. Mm-hmm. I think if they, w- I think if they took the time to like, the only time they ever get to really talk to the queens is when they're on the main stage. They only see them in those capacities. Um, I think it'd be nice to see. I think it'd be like to have those like kind of quote unquote real moments. I think it would have to be the with them seeing them in the in the in their quote in the workroom or their their workroom as it were and i'm not asking that they be out of drag to do it if they don't if that part of their character is not showing them out of drag i'm okay with that 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 is up to them that is their artistic vision put yourself in the fucking face get in there even if they're in face in a fucking robe i would be like yes 
Fuck it. They're like, we're not going to put on the where the outfits are coming on later. They're going to be a surprise. But like, you know, they their face makeup is like they don't ever. It's not like they're doing anything like completely shocking. They could be in like baseball hats to be like, we're not going to wear the wigs because the wigs are intricate, you know, and they play a role. But I'm like, going even if you're in a fucking robe in full face being like, girl, what let's what, what are you guys thinking about for Monsters of Rock? You know, what, what's the, what's the band dynamic going to be? You know, things like that. I think it, it'd probably be fun. It'd probably it'd probably make them more personable than instead of it being and like part of what that would help with is the narrative of the disconnect of what they are told, what we are told, and what they then tell them. Yeah, in their critiques. Mm-hmm. yeah, because they could say, "Well, that's not really in line of what we're looking for." Adjust it. Yeah, kind of like because when, they're telling when... us like, we know. We know that it's not all created there. We know it's done at home. Yeah. But if you're presenting it in the way that telling us, oh, no, they're making it in the room, then then have the conversation to make it that way. Yeah. It's like when the Snatch Game episodes happen and you have the hosts walk around, kind of get an idea of what your character's like. And when they always ask a question, well, how are you going to make that person funny? What's your backup? You know what? I think your backup would be much funnier for you as a person and then you're like then you have them watch and be like they didn't change their character and now we told you to go with your backup because this what this person's not funny and you can't make them funny you know okay i'm gonna ask you we're gonna sidetrack for a hot second i'm gonna ask you a Mm -hmm. crazy question let's say you were on this television program and they decided to do their own version of spooky snatch game Mm -hmm. what horror icon would you to be oh okay let's see here is it Nancy from the craft? No. No, I would be Furuzabulk from fucking uh um I'd be Furuzabulk as Dorothy Gale. I would be returned to Oz because that shit's scary. All right. All right, back to the extermination. They are returning the favor as they are heading to a neon haunt only. This neon Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Oh, it would okay. not be Furuzabulk from Return to Oz. It'd be Furuzabulk from The Worst Witch. That said, because I'm gonna be all I'm gonna be deep cutting this shit. In this extermination, they will be surrounded by a maze of shock lasers where they must find their way to the exit. If you make the wrong turn, you'll be shocked by 10,000 volts of white-hot electricity, and they will continue to be shocked until they make their way out of the maze. If they happen to be shocked into unconscious, they automatically lose and be exterminated. Put a pin on that. We're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But first, time to serve some vodka and illuminate the critiques. Have you ever had Sir Vodka? No, but I think I've seen it at a couple bars. Yeah. But I don't think I've had it. Right, Fantasia says that even though it's sad, if they're going based on track record, her sister Cynthia is going home. Blackberry believes it should be orgotic as he is not showing enough range and the look is rough. Now, Cynthia will tell the class that she has been in the bottom previously, but she is staying for the long run. To be fair, it, it was based on a curse. Orgotic was in the bottom as well. Twist or not, it's still in your resume. Mm-hmm. Cynthia says she is Dragula. She embodies Dragula. She doesn't want to give up, regardless of how many voltages or zizzes or zuzzes they throw at her. Um, have you ever been zizzed or zuzzed before? Mm, no, and I don't plan to. Now, Fantasia will have the nerve to say that Cynthia, would you change anything about your look? And she's like, from head to toe. Um, we are really trying to fool us with this false praise in the house for Miss Fantasia. Mm-hmm. 
Sydney says in her mind she's not ready to go home. So we're going to cut to Orgotic, who has paint chipping away from his mouth. I think I'm over being told about his artistry when it's really lacking polish. Yeah, it. you know what? It started off really strong. And I liked, like, I was like, oh, yeah, you're pulling in the monster element, the, like the horror monster. And it's, but as we've gone on, I'm like, you, you are very much horror filth. But I'm like, where's anything else? Like you don't you do every look has been similar concept. You don't necessarily paint your face. It's more like of a smackle of like you're putting head wraps on and things like that to kind of create these intricate like headpieces. But it's like, yeah, it's like it's it does it has filled like Blackberry says, it has filled like we've gotten the same essential look each week. That's just Dare I say differently. It's- it's Barbie. Same face, different <laughs> uh, costumes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Orgotic will give us vulnerability, as this is the first time where I think he thinks this could be the end of the line. He tells the room that this is fucking huge for him. He comes the farthest than any of them. His vision is doing it all himself. The opportunity means so much. And after the competition, he has to figure out where he's going to live. He has all his money with him. He feels hope because he is determined to show his vision every step of the way and says he feels bad for Cynthia because he is going to have to kill her. Um, Does Zorgotic have like all their bags packed too? What's going on? I need more on this one. Yeah, that was an interesting thing to say, like to be like, he came to this country with everything with not planning to return to Argentina. Very strange. Very strange. Yeah. He tells Cynthia she is the protagonist of this movie, but this is not a straightforward narrative, so the protagonist must die. We will see Neo get all cuddly with Orc and tells us that it is not the end for him. And I was so hoping a big shocking blindside would be happening because that's what this season is missing and mm-hmm. we're the actual blindside. You know, not a blindside via a twist that is unlike the game of Dragula. Hashtag lip sync for your life. <laughs> yes. It's time to unpack that dreaded question. Fantasia wants to know why Throb has been at her since the beginning. Can we please roll the tape? They were not coming for Fantasia at all. They were posing a fucking question like everybody else in that circle. And bitch took it personally. Yeah, because it's this year she is the queen that is not known for being a monster that is now doing the show. We had Jay Jolie do it the year before in season four. Melissa B. Fierce, was it Melissa B. Fierce? Um, from season mm-hmm. one, who's not known for being a monster who comes in. I would Kendronics, even say like, season two. Even 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 Erica Clash, I would say, for season two. She's not known for being a monster, very anime. Um, yes, it's just like you have there's always girls that come in that are not quintessential monsters that like eventually you know up their drag game to match the monster and i think that's what she's just saying it's like fantasia doesn't come like you know she's not known for being a monster this is like this is a new world for her and she hasn't quite delivered the monster uh, that i think the other the other contestants uh are looking for Rob will very straightforward say that to her, of all the people there, she is the least scary. And Fantasia pushes back that monsters can be sexy too. Now, Throb says she thinks Fantasia is a monster, but is she a super monster? 
They don't know. Now, Fantasia will ask the stupidest question ever asked. Throb, what makes you more of a super monster than me? Does she have eyes? I mm -hmm. really don't understand how the Boulets would allow Fantasia to act like such a fool. Ask Eva the Destruction that question. There's a slight debate. Ask fucking Anaphylactic that question. We have a discussion. But mm -hmm. Throb Zombie, that's actually offensive. Especially given the like Throb's done. If you just look at the work on the show, you're like, right. Hello. Throb in Confessional says that Fantasia is the newest creature in horror, aka because the Boulets told her that she had to do it so she should be on the show. Mm -hmm. He thinks it shows in her looks, and he's not wrong at all. But Fantasia claims she will do what she keeps doing and is sending Throb's ass home. I just want to go back and remind ourselves that Fantasia does have a thing against drag kings because he had a she had a problem also with Jarvis. Uh, roll the tapes. Mm -hmm. We then get a bit where we have a confessional in that witness protection voice changer and black lighting where the voice says they would like to remain anonymous for their protection and they will kick Throb's ass so hard or their name isn't Fantasia Royal Gaga. And there was the punchline. Sigh. That was dumb. It was so dumb. Well, one, we knew it was her because of like the silhouette. And then it's just like the whole thing of like, or my name isn't. I was like, what? What's going on? What's happening? Now, Blackberry said Neo because she's pulling in front of the pack, so she will be her number one hunter. Fine. Oracle will say Blackberry that her costumes are wonderful, but they are not representing her as she is still trying to figure out how to be part of this world. Is he talking about Blackberry or Fantasia? I'm utterly baffled at the amount of delusion in this cast. I because he yeah, because Or keeps talking about like how Blackberry's looks aren't as aren't like as polished, but I'm like, no, her looks are still like they're they're good like she's very much she's cosplay so like the cosplay is intricate it's just like maybe it's just not up to your standard of what you think dragula is it's like you know like they say art is subjective same as drag fuck now i would be annoyed at what orc is saying but then in confessional blackberry is annoyed that orc says she didn't make all her looks as she went to school for fashion and she knows how to sew. She doesn't have to use the hot glue gun. The problem is she isn't making her looks. Yeah. And I would know because I fucking read the credits each week. What the fuck is happening on this show? Why is that now the 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 thing that works pissed off at is that Blackberry isn't making her looks? Because he, I, I he has because because JK is gone and he has to find a reason to be relevant. That's I think that's the thing is like everyone on the show is trying to find reasons to stay relevant. So they're picking fights that are that go nowhere that are like stupid. It's just like hello. Orc wants more filth and horror from Blackberry, and I'm still waiting for Orc's glam. So shut mm -hmm. the trap, monster. We Cynthia had the same Neo... like last season yeah. when they were all coming for Sigourney. Because she wasn't giving, like, she was focused too much on glamour. They're like, you're not giving us filth right. and horror. You're all glamour. Right. Cynthia says that Neo's saying her name was safe based on track record. But Neo says, aside from that, she looks like a raver girl. And now all raver girls are about to take, attack Neo. Like, why mm -hmm. are we hating on ravers? Have you ever been to a rave? Yeah. Cynthia will rightly say that once the UVs hit, her monster looks sickening. Fact. She had positive critiques. 
Orgotica none. Neo says she will always stand by Orgotic's side and says, fuck all you bitches. They found love in a boule place. <laughs> we found love in the cauldron. This could be the last time that Orc could kiss Neo, so they will take the opportunity to suck face that it was vile, and as Throb says, it did feel like they were all in an extermination challenge itself. Yeah. That, I was like, okay. Yeah, I needed the extermination. <laughs> the room is filled with neon lights. The race is on. Time for a laser maze. How would you do in this challenge? Um... I don't know. I think I would. I think I would be trying to analyze. Okay, if there were laser that way went fine, then most likely this laser is probably going to go. If I go keep going this direction, it's probably going to. Yeah, I don't know. I think after the first shock, I'd have been like, "Fuck this shit! I'm out." <laughs> you know, paying me no, enough to do this. See, we will see it presented as a montage of both contestants going at once. As it appears, they are wearing shock collars, which is where the shock comes in. Mm -hmm. So the shock is around the neck, not the feet. It's a very deceptive end because in one shot, they're in one position and suddenly it seems they're like a row backwards. So the editing is very, very poor here. Not really sure how continuity is playing out. Yeah. Now, Orc seems to be enjoying this challenge, even though um, they're not really destroying the maze. But when it comes to Cynthia... We see her in a square where she gets zapped going forward, and then the same getting zapped going backwards, which wouldn't make sense in the way that because the she would have already been yeah exactly because she was in a safe spot, and then she goes to the sides and she can't get out of it. So technically, she's stuck in a square. Yeah. So she goes into the fetal position. It almost looked like there was a trap, and a setup. Because the way the edit showed it to us, it appears Cynthia did not finish the maze and may or may not have been, quote, shocked into unconsciousness. Mm -hmm. But I really got a question if she got fucked over based on the way the game is presented. Regardless, Orc made it through the maze and into the next round. I called it out earlier, but Cynthia's the bitch who said, Oh, JK tapped out. What a bitch. What a baby. Uh -huh. Did she do the same thing? She did. Because they were both shock challenges. Mm -hmm. She also, I also think they, she was, I also feel like she was screwed over in regards to, because it did feel towards the end, no matter the direction she went, it was a bad decision. It's like, it, it, you're right. like, well, she should have been able to escape. One of those spots should have let her pass. There was no way you're going to get into a spot where it was like, Nope, you're gonna get shocked no matter what you do. I'm um, all well, because then that's not fair. And yeah, it just it did feel like towards the end after Orc hit the was like made it through that she was just kind of like in an endless loop of like go this way, shock, go this way, shock, go this way, shock. And that's why she was like, you see her going down. It's just like I'm like, I would too. I'm just like, you know, sometimes you feel with these shows, you're like I can see the writing on the wall. I know they want me out. So what more can I do? We are in a haunted house where we will witness the death of Cynthia by chainsaw. She is exterminated. Do you agree? I don't agree. I don't think, I don't think she should have. Uh, I don't think this was her week to go. I think she, she probably should have gone next week. 
Um, but I think, yeah, I think they couldn't put Fantasia through two shock challenges, probably too close together. Was that actually a boulet with the chainsaw? Because that was a mask. Oh, that was some. That was some. That was some assistant. They're like, we don't want to be on set today. <laughs> All right, I got some burning questions. Are you ready? Yeah. What is Cynthia's legacy? Um, <laughs> that she doesn't know the difference between a spear and a cube. <laughs> Listen, she was the quote queen. She is the confessional bitch. I she was. I will it. say. I, I will say. She team. was probably the best confessional queen this show has ever had. You bring her back simply for that. You, oh she yeah, she, she's coming back to Titans just because she can narrate a fucking season. Who won the episode? Who were the best episode? Um, even though she didn't win the challenge, I'm still gonna give it to Throb because Throb won the mini. Tea, and then if because of her teaching of of uh, masculinity class is the reason why Niyahuro won. I still I was waiting for her to be like, and thank you to Ro- Throb to uh, for giving me pointers, which she never did. Fair. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I would give I, it to I Throb. I agree, Throb. Who's going to be exterminated next? Um, It's hard to tell with the way this show's going, because I feel they're going to keep the love story angle. Um, and I feel like the dra- there's more drama between Fantasia and Throb than there is between anyone else. So I'm like... Possibly Blackberry. I mean, on paper, it should be Fantasia, but I think you're right. I think Blackberry is going to get the chops simply because they don't because they're pushing. They're pushing Fantasia. Yeah, it feels like they're pushing Fantasia. Um, but again, if you get rid of Throb, then you have an all POC finale. But I think Rob Throb is doing so well that it's like, well, even if that even it's still POC and a drag king, so it's still like you know, something different. After seven episodes, the winner of the season is? Um, it's, for me, it's between Throb and Nia Hulu. I think those are the two that have the best chance of taking the crown. I am now 100% all in Throb Zombie. I will not be swayed. I am done with being told what to think. I think Throb has Mm -hmm. served every single week. Oh, yeah. Throb may not have the biggest impact when it comes to Drag Kings the way that Landon Sider does. But I think Throb and Landon deserve to be in the Mount Rushmore of Drag. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would agree. That's where I'm at. All right, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Uh, I am on the Instagram at Harry is Precious as Harry, Venmo, Precious Envy. Uh, depending on when this episode comes out, I will be doing my annual holiday show at Rock Bar this coming Monday, the 18th at 8 p.m. It will be a gaggle of uh, queens joining me for my World Misfits show. Uh, should be a lot of fun. So come by. Amazing. If you like well, holiday music. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. This was a no fun problem. One. Thank you for having me.